Hi, this is Lacey. This is Jason. From Bourbon House, and you are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. You are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. Yo, Gator Rockers, what's up? Seabass here from the All Request Morning Show. And coming up on Friday morning, Gloria and I are going to be giving out a pair of front row Bob Seger tickets. All you got to do is be listening Friday morning to the All Request Morning Show. And just listen for when Bob Seger passes gas. Now make sure you pay attention Friday morning because that could happen at any time. It could happen in between songs. It could happen during a song. It could happen in between commercials. It could happen any time Friday morning. Yeah, we're talking front row. Now remember, this is what you're listening for. And when you hear that, all you have to do is be caller number 98. Yeah, we know it's hard, but hey, we're talking front row tickets here. From Seabass to the All Request Morning Show and the Classic Rock Station, 98.7 FM, The Gator. All right, welcome to another edition of America's Podcast. Yes, Ralph, we are America's Podcast, and I'm going to throw it over to Charles, man. What's up? Well, you got to throw it at me. You I told me a... last week to throw it at you first. Well, you should throw it at me, then. the star. Hold on. I mean, I am the star of the show. Well, mine's the only opinion that matters, so. There you go. And I Mark you both suck, but that's okay. Fucking <laughs> Mark is the third burglar of the outfit here, but I didn't come up with the fucking name America's Podcast. And hey, maybe look at our shit because that shit's been there since like last year. Two years. You know, two years. Oh, I've been doing Correct. this for two years. No, no, no. America's Podcast is the thing. Oh yeah, I've been doing that for two years, dude. Yeah, he has. Yeah, oh, it was that long. Oh sure. yeah, because I got pissed off at Nate. I said, "Fuck America's team. I'm America's Podcast." Fuck your yeah, cowboys. I remember. <laughs> I, I, rem- I remember yes, that. Both of you. Because Jerry, I can't figure him out. He's from what do you C- mean? He's from Cincinnati, but he roots for the Niners and the fucking Phoenix Suns. Let me tell you why. I'm going I'm to be really quick and do that. Okay. I was born in Cincinnati. I was a baseball fan first, so the Reds always stuck with me. Yeah. Now, growing up, I would watch Notre Dame football with my stepdad because he loved it. Yeah, and I fucking fell in love with Joe Montana, and I'm like, whatever team Joe Montana goes to, that's the team I'm going to cheer for. So that's how I became a 49er fan. But Phoenix Suns just Phoenix Suns just came organically. I just watched the Suns in the '80s, and I really liked them. Tom Chambers, Kevin Johnson, Dan Marley, all those guys. Dan Marley, I just fuck followed Dan Marley. Them. Okay, I but just, Danny what? Ainge, fuck Danny Ainge, fucking Celtic. What? Fuck him. The big news. The big. I like that Celtics version. Oh, but uh, by the way. <laughs> We have the fucking Niners. We do. Not you guys. We have the Niners week six. <laughs> yeah, That's gonna sorry, dude. Can I put an L in that column for you? Put an L in yeah, that we'll column. See. I don't we'll know. See. We'll see. Niners are but, bad uh, with running quarterbacks, dude. You know, uh, you should be an Ohio State fan. That's all right, Jerry. And uh, Cincinnati, you lost your basketball team. They're the Kings, which... LeBron James, Roger Norris, where are you? <laughs> well, he we should came save, back. 
Say this in the video. What are you going to do? <laughs> oh, he sat last game. Oh, it was horrible. They beat the defending champions on a play-in. I so hope the Heat and the Lakers make the finals. All right. Let's talk about this on the video because I got a lot more to well, say on that. I, I, I may not be on the video. I don't know. It depends. I'm You'll be on the here. video. Um, we need to talk about but some, I, some, some more importantly. Controls. More importantly, after 20 fucking seven years, the Florida Panthers are back in the Eastern Conference Finals in hockey. I'm going for the Carolina, the Carolina, whatever the shits they are. By the time Figured. this comes out, we already know they won. So, and Eric, Eric, stop being so <laughs> yeah. salty, man. I know you're a Maple Leafs fan, but come on, dude. How's he? Mad nothing, my team. Man, he's he's just mad that Blackhawks <laughs> sound so dated. All right, go and ahead. it will. But they but got I love the, you anyway, Eric. You're a cool motherfucker, dude. They got like the LeBron James this draft coming, right? Jerry, uh, Jerry, uh, Eric hates every team that's not the Chicago Blackhawks. Hey, no, right? that's not true. One of my adopted hometowns are still alive, the Vegas Knights, and that was something. Then, hey, that was something. Then when they came in the league and okay. made the Stanley Cups as a, uh, well, we could talk about that on the video because they were given a lot of great players. <laughs> so, I don't know true. shit about hockey, yeah. so it, there's no use to talk about it, but. Anyway, fucking, you guys rule. You picked a great album today, Mark, for, for yeah, a change. Yeah. For a fucking change. Well, what I, didn't are we, pick, I didn't pick Oingo this, Boingo. This is a new thing we're going to do, right? Every now and then, we're going to do landmark live albums. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which Jerry opted out of. So, man, me and you know some great live albums. I look forward to my pick when we get to it. But this one was a pretty good one. I gotta give yeah, you. Yeah, my my go-to was always Live Bullet, but when I heard this again, man, I might like this actually better than that one. So we'll see. Yeah, man. So, uh, dude, we talked about sports that it's going to be fucking dated. We might know who won the championships on both teams. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I said save it for the video because it'll be. But out no, the NBA finals will still be going. I um, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it right now. Congratulations to the Stanley Cup champion, Florida Panthers. This ain't gonna age well. And congratulations to the Champions League champions, Man City. And everybody else is like, what? Well, that's soccer, right? I know, yeah. Stephen Kirsch a... always talks about soccer. Oh, shit. Man congratulations to the San Francisco 49ers champions. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's not even going to be out by then. This will be out in June or July. Hey, I'm excited, though. We got the Hall of Fame game. I'm jealous of the people at home. Because they'll be able to go to Canton, which is 20 minutes from where I grew up, and watch that ball game. And that's a great thing, guys. If you ever get a chance, check out there. Yeah. They, they play all the USFL games there, too. It's really I weird. Mean, the whole thing is cool, but the game really doesn't mean, you know. But, yeah. but dude, cool I, saw, I saw New England the year after they got trounced by uh, the Bears. Uh, five. And you could get autographs easily because this is a high school stadium. So it's really cool. It's a cool experience. But it's not disappointing like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> well, I heard the, dis the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, the museum is really cool. Well, I, I can tell you from firsthand knowledge, it is really cool. I was able yeah. to physically touch this John Lennon Sgt. Pepper's jacket. Man. Uh, that was awesome. 
But physically touch, or you physically touch? Uh, the statute of limitations is passed, so it's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was gonna say I'm surprised he weren't trounced by fucking security. Hey, but, they do a DNA I, test on there, they're gonna go, hey, look, who is this guy, Charles Trainer? Jerry Garcia fucking hippie coat first, which was kinda <laughs> dumb. If you're gonna go to jail, do the Lennon one, right? Exactly. Yeah. Go for Lennon. Fuck Jerry Garcia. No, yeah, but, like Grateful Dead fans, when they stop taking drugs, they go, what the fuck was I thinking? Do you guys get that band? No. No, not at all. I I just don't really either. I, I do like, I, I like, I like Touch of Grey. <laughs> uh, Touch of Grey. Yeah. I like that, and I like the... It was another song on that record. Lee loved it, of course. Uh but uh, I don't get that group. Do yeah, I. I don't get jam hey. bands that are that just jam for no reason. Now there are good jam, good jam. I don't like Fish either. Fish is like carbon copy of fucking yeah, Grateful Dead. Exactly. I like the the Black Crows when they did some jam band albums, like Before the Frost. Those albums are pretty cool. But uh, they're a real good band though. They could play. <laughs> Sorry, I don't think the Grateful Dead is that good a band. Yeah, the drummer was good. I think that's about it. <laughs> One day on a BS, and I think there's probably only a few, we should figure out how to do the best brothers bands. Best brothers. Oh, there's a lot of them, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, you know who would pick... Who would, Van Halen would be number one, I think, on everybody. Well, Oasis, yeah. Would it be? I don't know. Who? Oasis? Who's that? I don't even know. <laughs> Well, you're not uh, supposed to speak of the Beatles anymore, so... I'm not allowed. You're not allowed. Not, uh, no, I don't know anything. You don't know nothing. The four and a half years of my life I devoted to every documentary I ever made, every book that was written about them, listening to every fucking track over and over again, meant nothing. I know nothing. Exactly. I love the Beatles, but... <laughs> They're one of my favorite bands, but you know more. Like it's like Al and fucking William know more about Rush than I do. I know a lot, but I don't sit there and study bands. I just listen to the music. You know, you guys study them like like you're getting a class on them later. <laughs> so, I mean, my Skype my Skype thing is the 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 butcher cover, but I don't know anything. I I know nothing about the Beatles. I, I is it uh, Mick Mick Lennon and. Uh, 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 Ringo Watts. I know nothing about this. <laughs> who was that guy? From, who was the guy from uh, uh, Hogan's Heroes? I know nothing. I know nothing. I know nothing. Sergeant Schultz. Sergeant, you're Sergeant Schultz. <laughs> yeah, I'm complete imbecile. That song they did, uh, "Daydream Believer," was phenomenal. Oh, it was, was killer song. Best I, I love da Davy Lennon. He was great. Yeah, he was right. awesome. Stairway yeah. to Heaven rule too. And, it, and then Mickey cool. McCartney. Ah, oh, dang. I was it, I've only actually gone to England and, and visited the places, some of the places they were at, but I don't know nothing. Oh, I've <laughs> never been to Europe, dude. You got you got a leg up on me. You know? Yeah. It's complete imbecile. Just don't piss on I'm, me, please. And I'm on America's podcast. Yeah, America's <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Ralph got a real good laugh at that. <laughs> Well, Charles, I hear you kind of in a way. I got, I got, I got kind of, uh, I got proved that I wasn't a Kicks fan the other day, so I kind of understand what you're going through, man. So, uh, man, you ain't the only one, dude. That Midnight Dynamite shit was horrible. I'm glad you. they're wrapping it up for oh, one. Okay. I wanted to see them, man, but they don't come to California, IA, man. I, but you know what? I will give, I will give a little love. 
to those guys that love them because they're a big, huge regional act, you know, like Maryland and Eastern. I get that. I, I do. Donnie Iris was huge where I lived. I know Striper's like a, at least a world band. They, they play everywhere. All the time. Nobody was talking about Striper. Well, I always got to throw Striper in because Michael Sweet rules. <laughs> Sorry. He's not a regional act. There's big wherever. Uh, the artists were doing today was massive. We'll get into the review part, but but like I I grew up, we had a couple superstars that were regional, didn't do shit away from there. So don't judge me for that, folks. If you're from Maryland, you're from Eastern Pennsylvania, this and that. I know Kicks is like a huge deal. They didn't really resonate with me. But I'm I'm a stupid Oasis fan who don't know the Beatles, so how would I know? I know. Man. Who are the the the, the Ruddles? You ever heard right. of Right. The, the Ruddles? The Get Ruddles. up and go. The Ruddles. It's great. <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> Phenomenal. Right. Uh, what was that one band did you love them, Mark? What was it? Something so strong? Oh, uh, I fucking love Crowded House, man. Crowded House. They blow away the Beatles. Oh, fuck no. Yeah, they do. I love split ends too. Uh, fuck, yeah. we I, we should redo that first album. I did it by myself on here when I had no co-host. <laughs> it was uh, a short no, episode. I'm good. Maybe Jerry will. I'll be on hiatus that week. Oh God, you like you like <laughs> harmony? It's it's fucking Beatles love that whole album. All their albums are, dude. Dude, I I I, I, I will I won't I won't do that to any more shows. I I would love to do an album where I can totally fucking bash. Yeah, so. that's what I don't understand. Why you put band I would love? It was tears for fears. You know the best shows is when uh when people argue about the music and not when they all oh this rules yeah man high five we both like this album I think we're all gonna high five each other but uh but it's good because we're we're doing a great album that I think if I'll get into it when we get into the review maybe we don't know yet we don't know yet but I, I I'm feeling it that one with sowing the seeds of love oh that's tears oh, for God. fears oh. Okay, Jesus. that yeah. album, that album, Sowing the Seeds of Love, had two good songs on it. Okay, I like the title song, and there's another song on there. But the albums before that, The Hurting and Songs from the Big Chair, fucking rule. And their last album, I fucking love too. But Sowing the Seeds of Love, you could tell they were on the outs a little bit. You know, they weren't together. That song is awesome. Well, the song is awesome, but if you listen to the whole album as a whole, it's not that good. It's very Beatlesque, I think. Yeah, it's very Beatlesque. No, I, I don't know. It's kind of in the vein of I Am the Walrus. A little bit of that tone. I, yeah. I never heard that song. I don't know. Well, Is if you it, listen to the drums, whoosh, whoosh, it's like total I Am the Walrus drumming. What Beatles album would you recommend I listen to? Uh, <laughs> if I can, I would do uh, Help. Help? I would do Houses, I would do Houses of the Holy. That's what Houses of the Holy. Oh boy, that's really good. Beatles album. How, how about Houses of Guacamole? Houses of Guacamole. I didn't know they had that. I just made it up this one. <laughs> oh really? You're leading me astray. Houses of Holy Moly. <laughs> what about? Dude, I love doing hey. these shows better. I love doing these shows better drunk. I'm telling you. Really? It's more fun. Yeah. Stop teasing me. Yeah. I'm having surgery. Honey. I can't drink or smoke. <laughs> Oh, by the way, folks, I am joking. I am your resident Beatles expert, so oh, yeah. I, I don't know what they are. So, uh, what else? Uh, is there any Motley Crue news or anything? Yeah, uh, I'll save that? that shit for the videos. We don't talk about them anymore. I'm getting tired of them also. 
They're just pissing me off. Uh, I, I, I notice, and we are welcome. On behalf of the America's Podcast Nation, we are welcome. Yeah, Freeform Rock po Podcast Nation too. You know, but let's Freeform. talk about let's talk about Bob Seger and the motherfucking Silver Bullet band. You know, you're a kick-ass band when you put motherfucking in the name <laughs> Bob Seger and the motherfucking Silver Bullet band. What a fucking band, dude! Nine tonight. Release. Oh hell yeah! Let me get. You know, we should we should talk about. Let's give, let's give a shout out to the band members before we get into this. You got Bob Seger. I, no, I, hold on, I, I actually got shout outs through my songs here, so let's not do that right now. Well, I was just gonna. I was just gonna give the. I got shout outs to my song, but I'm gonna tell their names and what they play. Uh, All right, Bob Seger, acoustic guitar, piano, electric guitar, vocals. Drew Abbott, electric guitar, acoustic guitar. Colleen Benton, vocals. Chris Campbell, bass, back background vocals. Craig Foss, organ, piano, keyboard, clavinet. Kathy Lamb, vocals. Pa Pamela Moore, vocals. Sean Murphy, percussion, vocals, back background vocals, harmony vocals. Alto Reed, organ, flute, horn, alto saxophone, tenor saxophone. Uh, he's he's the guy who likes to blow into things. Uh, <laughs> David T. Garden, drums, background vocals, and June T Tilton, vocals. So, there we go. Rest, rest in peace to Alto Reed, man. He is a fucking great musician, dude. We lost him a few years ago, man. Yeah, it blows that he died, man. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. But, but for the rest of us, it's all about Bob Seger, baby. Yeah, yeah. but this band is like... Yeah, I mean, this is Bob Seger's where it's at, man. Yeah, the only thing I, I, I got some bitching about to do about this album is the... The vinyl length was 80 minutes. The CD link was cut down to 67 and 21 minutes. So that's kind of fucked up. I need the double vinyl of this. <laughs> yeah, my, my CD ends after Rock and Roll Never Forgets. It doesn't have those two extra Oh, songs well, up. it shouldn't have that bonus track, and I'll get into it why it shouldn't, too. I'll just Me, too. I'll, I'll, it. I'll let you know. But uh, let's... Because it's streaming. I had the whole thing. Uh, I did, too. I have it on CD, and it had the same songs that I had on CD. one down by, like, five minutes. Yeah, but let's, uh, hey, don't give any spoilers. I want to say that. I had a. I don't remember which one it is. You uh, may. All right, man. But, uh, how did you get into Bob Seeger, Jerry? I mean, the same way I got into every band, just radio. My sisters listen to him all the time. Um, I mean, he was all over the place in the 80s, man. 70s and 80s, man. Fucking legend, dude. Talking about a down motherfucker, man. A real dude, man. He always knew what the common motherfucker was going through. You know what I mean? In life and his music. Always fucking, you know, just down to earth in his lyrics. And he seemed like a down to earth guy even when he's, you know, has, is a millionaire now, man. Just a fucking cool dude, man. I mean, fucking legend. He just retired. Another regret, not seeing him live like Tom Petty, which sucks. Um, but uh, what a fucking great career, dude. What a great body of work he has, man. What about you, Charles? Well, unlike some, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. And I remember hearing the great Ian Wadley say on an RMCP that I grew up in the Midwest. And in our neck of the woods, he was basically our And if you lived south of the Mason-Dixon, it was Skinner. This was before the days of classic rock radio and all that. Bob Seger is a fucking legend, yep. especially where I grew up. You grew up in the Midwest, 
You heard Seeger so much, and we're, we'll hit that up a lot on this review. Yeah, I promise you, and you'll be like, I, you may not be, but I was like, oh, wow. Um, <coughs> he's an absolute fucking legend. I was hoping we did live, uh, the, the, the live bullet album, but you picked this one instead. And then when we get in the review, we'll see how I feel about it. But absolute fucking legend, especially in the Midwest. He, he was like the soul of the Midwest. To be honest with you, and of course yeah, he, he, crossed, he across the country, but he was uh, he was close to your home, close to your hometown in Detroit. Yeah, so. Detroit dude, so I mean, a fucking legend, absolute yeah. legend. Yeah, I I got I, I'm probably l lesser than you guys on this. I got into fucking Bob Seger because a risky motherfucking business fucking <laughs> video, fucking old time rock and roll. I go, who is this guy? This guy fucking rocks. And fucking, I just got into him on everything he did after that. I was like, fucking, thank God for MTV. Because they fucking did show some good rock videos back at that time. You know, it was an eclectic mix. It didn't go all hip-hop and boy bands at that time. Thank God boy bands didn't come out to the late 80s. Or I would have been fucking pissed. Well, they kind of had some, but they were R&B. They, they actually could sing. Always, uh, but they've always been there, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But Menudo. Color Me Bad, all this type of fucking Yeah, that was later 80s. Menudo was early, but uh, Color Me Bad was late 80s with the fucking back, uh, what's that band? Uh, New Kids on My Cock. A teenager back in the 50s? It's always been around. Oh, I know. Yeah. But it wasn't overplayed like it was in the late 80s or early 2000s, man. They were, it was like everywhere. It, it just took over the channel, dude. It used to be what took over the... You ever watch Dial in TV? It was like all the hard rock metal videos that were getting on there. It was I've like... And then it. it became TRL and it was all pussy shit. I've never watched it, even though Cinderella just dropped and I said I found him on there. Yeah. Never. Yeah. But I mean, New Edition got, was the one that got fucked. If you want to talk about the boy bands. Well, I like New Edition. Right. They were authentic <laughs> and they got fucked. Yeah, they got and fucked. They got kids. Well, Bobby Brown and, kind and, of fucked them with his drug use, though. Oh, man. But, I mean, the genre's always been there, but whatever. Bob Seger ain't no boy band. Yeah, but the that. boy bands nah. in the 60s were considered, they weren't called boy bands, they were called vocal groups. I don't know where this boy band came out, because Frankie Valli and the Voice Four Seasons was called a vocal group, and then it, they nicknamed it boy band. Where's the band? All I do is see five guys singing. <laughs> it was that fucker Tommy Mottella, I think, that came up with that Boy band. It's like it ruined the name of bands. <laughs> I think. I'm not 100% sure that. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry, everybody. Oh, Don't get on my shit. Mariah Carey's ex-husband? Uh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Fuck, I would like to fuck Mariah Carey. Sorry. Right now, <laughs> I would do it now. <laughs> hey, for the ladies out there, I'm not sorry for giving my opinion. I'm sorry. You know, there's men. You guys want Jason Momoa. I wanted Mariah Carey. Okay. <laughs> all right. I see ladies on Facebook talk about Jason Momoa all the fucking time. So don't give me a break. All right. Well, let's get it. Huh? He's ugly. <laughs> well, we're, well, of course, you're not gay. Mark on Taylor. That's a sex symbol right there. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Just fuck ask yeah. Ian Wadley. Ian Wadley wants to be badly. <laughs> I just took. Hey. Maybe. All right. Let's get into this album, man. Uh, it's a long album. It's got 17 tracks. There's actually 16, and they added a bonus track for the remastered CD that came out in 2011. Uh, let's get into Nine Tonight. And Charles, you will go last, as usual, because you are the star. Thank Except you. the song you picked. Uh, Jerry, 
Nine tonight, buddy. Fucking what a way to start out a fucking live album. What a banger this song is. Um, I think this was originally recorded for the Urban Cowboy soundtrack. Am I right about that? I don't know. I didn't look that I'm up. Not 100% sure. Yeah, that's what they said. And, uh, you know, he did another uh, awesome song, which actually his fans didn't like a lot, but I did. Well, there was Cop 2. He did Shakedown. I actually oh, really that's like on that um, Bob's voice is on fire right off the bat, dude. Great fucking solo from the late great uh, fucking Alcha Reed on that fucking sax, man. And then that smoking guitar from Drew, man, who uh, left left them in the left Bob Seger in the early '80s because Bob was using more session musicians and he didn't like that, so he left. But he did come back on his last tour and uh, toured with them live, which was kind of cool. Um, great guitar player, man. But this start, this not, this is a great fucking tune to start out with, man. Fucking rocks. Yeah, all music gave it three stars. Fuck you, all music. But uh, nine tonight, man. So much energy, man, in this crowd. I never got to see him live like you guys, but he was playing his uh, farewell tour. Like he actually said farewell, guys. Okay, he's not like these motley crews and kisses. If I can say, hey, we're leaving. Oh, wait, we're back three years later. I don't think this fucker is coming back. Maybe he'll do a special appearance somewhere, come on stage with somebody. But I, I think he's telling the truth. Uh, fucking rocking and rolling band. What a fucking unit this band is. That voice gets me moving. This might be the best backing band ever. Right up there with Eddie and the, the Cruisers at the East Street <laughs> Band, man. Fucking, I won't argue with that at all. Fucking love this fucking song. Charles. If this is completely live, I'd say it's got to be one of the greatest performances ever. I smell some Kiss Alive here. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. And overall, really good energy to the track. I mean, if it was an opener to a show, I could see this being a high-energy opener, man. Oddly, I think it's slightly forgettable, but yet so Seeger. Not too bad, just a tad bit forgettable, though. Well, it's because all the other songs on this album, <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like a greatest hit live. I, I, I tell you what, I've seen videos on his last tour, man. He, sounds he good. fucking sounded amazing, dude. I mean, fucking amazing. I think well, I there was some sweetening. I, I hate to... There might have been. There might have been, sure. But it, it was still cool. It wasn't nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I mean, it was a... I agree. I didn't... Might have been sweetening. They always had to sweeten a little bit because it's going on tape, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I love that. I don't. I'm not against that. If so. you, if you want to hear an album that's not so sweet, listen to that David Lee Roth Van Halen one. Oh God! Wow. I mean, listen to the soundboards from Kiss. Ooh. What do you mean? Ooh, the Des Moines one is awesome. I was talking about that last one. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was really bad. Horrible. So, yeah. Oh man, yeah, I, I'm disappointed in Rush that they didn't have any soundboard uh, additions for the uh, Signals box set because they didn't put any live shit on that. I was like, why am I buying I, this? I honestly think most of my live albums with exclamation points are sweetened, so I don't care. I don't think the Ario Speedwagon ones are, but uh, no, they are. I don't know. I've seen them live. It, it sounds the same to me. I've seen them so many times, dude. Same thing with sticks. They they sound the same live. So I've seen them so I could compare it. But uh, but you know, this isn't Cheap Trick. Next track. Well, I've seen Cheap Trick, too, and they, they don't have no sweeteners either. They kick ass live. Yep. All right, we'll uh, get to the next track. Trying to Live My Life Without You. I'll go first on this one, Jerry. Uh, let me say, 
this two Americans listening to this podcast, you ain't fucking an American if you don't like fucking Bob Seger. This is just as American as apple pie, man. Saying this, just saying this, man. This band fucking rules. I never got to see them live. They come so many times in this review. This is like blues, funk, and rock and roll rolled up into one. And this song is fucking all three. Fucking love it, dude. They rule. Uh, Jerry. Uh, what a fucking, uh, another great fucking uh, tune, man. Popularized by the great Otis Clay, man. Great, great, great blues musician. This tune here has got the fucking sexy R&B groove, man. It fucking just is sexy as fuck. And the female backing vocals on it are just fucking tits, man. They're awesome. Great fucking rendition. Another great freaking song, man. So, uh, Star, what's up? Thank you. At first, I was, like, thinking, damn, is this a David Bowie cover? Then, I heard Seeger say, this is an old Memphis song. Well, goddamn, David Bowie, did you give some writing credit on your song? Because... It's uncanny how similar the baseline is to uh, fame. Or no, no, heroes. Correction, heroes. Check out the track heroes, man. He ripped this song off. I also found this way more enjoyable than the opener. Great groove to this. And Bob Seger is such a damn good singer, man. Great track to my ears. But goddamn, David Bowie ripped this fucking song off. <laughs> damn. Maybe. I, I gotta check that out, man. I gotta check yeah, it out. Yeah, check it out. And then we get to the next track, which is You'll Accompany Me, Jerry. Oh, shit, man. Another great track off the fucking Against the Wind album, which I think this is the tour it was actually on, correct? Um, yeah, this is like Against it, the Wind, right? Tour. Off that tour, yeah. yeah. Another fucking great, fucking great, great, great arrangement, dude. The piano and acoustic blend fucking so well together, man. Nails it live almost to the T, but like Charles said, there may be a little sweetening to some of these songs, but just another fucking good lower temple song, man, a classic. Yeah, Bob Bob does not get enough credit for his voice. He could get all guttural and smooth. I, I and there and there's no live backing track there's no backing tracks on this. There's no fucking fick fucking Vince Neal, man. This is a man. This is a guy you need to be. You need to fucking, fucking get away from those backing tracks and be a fucking man, you little bitch. Just listen to this. Fucking studio quality. This fucking Vince Neil is crying. Why can't I sound like Bob Seger live? I fucking suck. Yeah, you fucking suck, Vince. Listen to the band. The backing singers are way better than those fucking strippers crew has on stage. Do those strippers even sing? I don't think so. I think they're using backing tracks because <laughs> they're fucking pool dancing on the stage. There ain't no way they ain't singing backing backing vocals. What What were they called in the Girls, Girls, Girls tour? They had a name, the I two girls. Fucking they they're, they're fucking strippers they got from the fucking strippers. I forget what they were. They, they called themselves. I don't know. They, they can't fucking sing because they're, they're too busy fucking gy gyrating to fucking sing. What do you think about it, Star? Well, ladies and gentlemen, Mark Alden Taylor has finally woke up to the crap that is Motley Crue. We have hit a fucking milestone. I am so happy for that. Uh, you'll come to me. I this in a long time and was gladly reacquainted here, man. Seeger is practically an institution 
again in my neck of the woods coming up, dude. And I heard this on the radio all the time, dude. I mean, it it brings a certain kind of comfort. Like you'd had to been there to understand. And I totally believe at this point, you know, when you listen to the album, I do think it was cleaned up a bit, but I, I don't mind. I do slightly prefer the studio version, but this was a fine rendition of this song. Uh, so we get into uh, Hollywood Nights, Jerry. Oh, man. <laughs> Hollywood Nights, man, from fucking Stranger in Town. Just when you're just sitting there chilling out, taking in fucking you'll accompany me, man. This song fucking kicks in. Just want to get on your feet and fucking dance, dude. Fucking great tune. And you mentioned their names before. The fucking background singers. Kathy Lamb, uh, June Tilton, Pamela Moore, and I can't remember the fourth one, unfortunately. Sorry, whoever you are. Just a great, 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 great backing uh, uh, unit that he has. June Another Tilton. fucking Jim. No, I got June Tilton. Are I think it's Colleen something. I didn't if I remember June. right. Let's see. I'm looking. Pamela Moore, Kathy Lamb, Colleen Bitbetton. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Just a great freaking job. Uh, and it was a great song to begin with. And it's just just as good live. Another classic fucking singer tune, man. Yeah, Love man. It. They ain't no fucking strippers. They could actually sing. Motley Crue, take notes. You need some real backing singers to help Vince anyways. Oh, my God. Oh, man. This song comes in. I could fucking close my eyes, imagine myself there screaming, bobbing my head, listening to that bass and the drums live. Those two guys are fucking in the fucking pocket. And then that fucking piano comes in. Fuck, I miss this. Why can't bands today have this much heart and fucking soul in the music, man? Where the fuck is this shit? I miss it. Char Star, Charles, Star, Charles. <laughs> Charles, Star. Star. We Charles. 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 Man, another one, dude. This version is a bit faster in tempo than the studio cut, but man, it totally works for me, dude. Just a fantastic rock and roll song. And man, just to bring up Vince Neil in comparison to Bob Seger, <laughs> that's a little sacrilege to begin with. Even at his best, he couldn't hold Seeger's job. No, he couldn't, but at least he used to sing live, you know. But he sucked always. I mean, one of the best singers that... I think it's overlooked quite a bit in our circles, and that's a shame. As Seeger has a really great singing voice, I, and I, I love that. I love the uh, dare to say it a little bit of a gallop to this song, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, really enjoyable version of this fucking great song, man. Yeah, man. And then we get to old time rock and roll. I didn't know that this wasn't a. Uh... A Seeger song. It wasn't a Seeger. Oh yeah, it wasn't. Wow, it was a cover. Uh, if I could, yeah. I, I never do you know it. he said? Do you know he that was his biggest regret ever? Is he he added changed the lyrics and he was mad because if he would have added his name to it, he would have made a shit ton of money. He said it was right. his biggest ever. Right, well, at least it helped the album sales. <laughs> it's like you got yeah. that on there. But old time rock and roll, Jerry. Oh man, it's another fun stranger in town, man. Um, Fucking love the guitar intro to it, man. You know, to just start out with the dun 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 dun. dun. They had a cool little funky guitar intro to it. I like it a lot. Um, another great solo, stand it out in this song. But 
You know what? I have to admit, the song really didn't bring it live. The verses especially. It was kind of sounded a little weak. But uh, that's just my uh, you know, opinion on it. It's not the best one on this album as far as live, but it's a great fucking song. I mean, come on now. But live in this, in this album didn't really eh, didn't do it for me, man. But just my opinion on that one. Oh, Jerry, I... I agree with you. It's like it was dumbed down from the original. It was like yeah. I, I said it, he slowed it down a tad from the studio. But the solo's good, rules more honky tonk than the studio had it. You know, it was more of a rocker. They kind of made it more like a bar honky tonk drinking song. But man, the studio track is a tad better for me. It's faster. It kills. This one is cool. Studio's better. I think the audience was a little thrown off by this live, too. They didn't seem into it. Like, I wasn't kind of into it. I was like, I wanted to hear, just take those old records off the shelf. Right. And he went, yeah. just take those old records yeah. off the shelf. It's like fucking Born to Run with Bruce Springsteen. The live version kills it. Studio version sucks. It's like it's the opposite with this one. But, uh, Star, what do you think about it? If you want to hear a fantastic rendition of this, look up the episode of Growing Pains with Alan Thicke and Kirk Cameron throwing down. Oh. <laughs> they rocked it out, man. Uh, perhaps a bit of burnout song for most and never for me. However, while this is far from bad, I find this lacks a bit here versus the studio version. It's not bad, just lacks a bit of that punch of the studio yeah, versions exactly. what lackluster version of a classic rock song it just it didn't have that dun 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 I know and Bob just kind of lacked intensity on this version a little bit it's like did he take yeah. Prozac before he sang it yeah, I, I, I thought I was going to get shut out by you two for saying that that's cool no, I, it, it, it didn't have like Charles said intensity yeah. and you said it, it was like Yep. So it was missing that that fucking grind, you know. It wasn't there. I like that song. I don't care if others are like, yeah. Oh, I love I that love song. I never get tired of it either. Regardless of that movie or not, I've always loved it. But yeah, it kind of lacked on this version here. All right, man. And now we get to the next track, uh, Main Street. I'll go first, J Jerry. Always loved this song. Where the story? T where are the storytellers anymore? Where are the fucking singers? Uh, rockers who can fucking tell a story where where's these new American bands that can paint a picture in your head like Seeger does with this fucking song fucking he made it a tad slower again but it works for this song not like old-time rock and roll Jerry off the great album night moves man uh, whether it's live or studio the song's fucking awesome dude I love it and you mentioned it, brother, man. What a fucking story the lyrics have. And like I said earlier, man, Bob Seger knows what the fuck the common man goes through. You know what I mean? So real and sincere. Uh, my first shout-out to the... My second shout-out to the musicians, Craig Frost on the piano, man. Amazing job on this song. Great guitar solo again. If you don't like this song, I guarantee you you're probably a Justin fucking Bieber fan. Just saying. Classic rock fucking gem. Or you're not a real American. <laughs> so uh charles yeah. star star Man. charles <laughs> there's such a reminiscent feeling when listening to this it's uh as if i forgot how much and many of his songs were played on the radio you know like pre-classic rock era 
because in in Ohio they played all these fucking songs, man. And it's like I I kind of forgot about them until I listened to them today. And this was another one where I was like, oh yeah, man. And like took me back, dude. Great track placement on the album, I think. Chill out song after some of those rockers. Fucking killer guitar solo on this. Uh. I did rate it slightly below the studio version, but I still found it enjoyable and uh, way more enjoyable than old-time rock and roll on this record. I can dig it, man. All right, and then we get to the next song, which is Against the Wind, and Jerry picked this, so here's Against the Wind on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Yeah, now we're not doing one from the new album. This is a title cut. This is called Against the Wind. Yesterday, but it was long ago. Jane was lovely, she was a queen of my nights. There in the darkness with the radio playing low, and the secrets that we shared, mountains that we moved, caught like a wildfire out of control. Nothing left to burn and nothing left to prove And I remember what she said to me How she swore that it never would end I remember how she held me all so tight Wish I didn't know now what I didn't know then Against the wind We were young and strong, but just running against the wind. And the years rolled slowly past.
take a second to thank all of you for listening. Please take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Podbean and join the Freeform Rock Podcast community on Facebook. Now, back to the show. Okay, Jerry, why'd you pick Against the Wind, brother? I mean, what a fucking another great song, dude. I mean, just the lyrics, man. The fucking struggles you go from a young person all the way to fucking adult, man. Shit's always going to be thrown at you, man. You just got to fucking learn to, to beat it, man. I'm, I'm so, this song relates to me like no other figure song. Um, just a, a great fucking song. Great story. I can listen to the end part, you know, the Gans, the Wins. See the Cowboy? I can listen to 10 minutes of that. You know what I mean? Kind of like Hey Jude's Na 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 Na. Just fucking awesome, dude. Um, Is that so, a good I never heard it. Uh, who? The Ruddles? <laughs> I didn't know. I, oh, I'll check that out later. Yep. And there's always, there's always, there's a big Eagles Seeger uh, connection too. I think Glenn Fry did the backing vocals on the studio version of the song. They were great friends. Yeah. But uh, I can listen to that, like that ending against the wind for fucking twenty minutes, dude. It rules, dude. Yeah. And a kick-ass driving the song. It makes you think, man. You know what I mean? You just stare at the ceiling and fucking. Well, not while you're driving, but if you're sitting at home, you just think of the. The shit you gone through in your life. Fucker's down, dude. He's down, man. Plain and simple. Love the guy. Yeah. Said, oh man, this live version is my go-to version. And uh, again, where are the new fucking Bob Seegers, Tom Petty, Springsteen's, and Mellicamp songs about America, man? Americana. Do we have an Americana anymore? Is there a small town Americana? Is there the fucking struggling people in America out there? All they want to sing is about my wet pussy. I don't fucking yeah, right? know. Fuck, man. No. And, and it's rock. 
We get this with country, but we don't get this with rock anymore. Unless I'm missing it. If there's people out there listening to this, maybe Native Sons, but I don't think they sing about like pure American struggle. I don't think they sing about that. I'm not hearing that with small town, Springsteen, fucking the river, Tom Petty won't back down, or fucking American Girl. I'm not hearing this from any newer bands and it fucking pisses me off. You kids need to get out there and rock some traditional American stories. Listen to that live piano going on, those guitars, those are fucking skills that are being lost these days with fucking Pro Tales and fuck AI. Charles. Well, with against the wind, man, the, the goodness just keeps going here, man. All-time classic. Of course, it reminds me of Forrest Gump a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay, because that movie rules. Yes, it does. It does, the song. Uh, there's just such a sense of calm for me that comes from this song. Man, I'd have loved to have been at this show, man. Fine right. version of what, and it was recorded at Boston and Cobo Hall. Yep. Uh, and so, I, either show I'd love to have been to, man. This type of shit is chicken soup for my soul. Fucking awesome. And then we get to the next song, The Fire Down Below. I'll go first on this one. Fuck yeah, listen to the grit there. This is a man, baby. Funky, ball. Barroom Brawl live band here, baby. Listen to that fucking live piano. Give me some whiskey, a hot woman. Let's get lit and watch this live. Get all worked up by some live singer. Go home and fuck like rabbits. Sexy ass <laughs> live song. Funky, funky grooves. The song got me worked the fuck up by the sound of it. That crowd fucking got worked up. I wonder how many kids were made after this Seeger concert. Jerry. <laughs> Well, actually, this is a fucking song about prostitutes, if I remember right. You got a lot of shit for this song, actually, from people about, why are you writing about prostitutes, this and that? But fuck them. This song rules, dude, man. Smoking guitar riff. Uh, actually, I think I might like this live version better than the original, dude. And Night Muse is one of my favorite albums. But uh, great riff. Great fucking riff. Great fucking tune. Yeah, uh, but it's okay to sing it. about wet-ass pussy now, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's tame. That, that's tame. I know, right? To nowadays, yeah. <laughs> Shit, Prince got a lot, a lot of trouble, too. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Jerry. I'm sorry for interrupting you. I'm done. All, All right, right Charles. Charles. Oh, man, again, again, with the fire down below, another great song that I hadn't thought about in a long, long time, and uh, instantly was like, man, I know this one, too, man. I mean, growing up in the Midwest, man, Seeger was like our Skinner. I mean... You know, that folks down south heard Skinner a lot, and we heard Bob Seeger a lot. We heard Skinner too, but Seeger was like an institution, dude. Was played on the radio all the time, man. Another great guitar solo on this one. I kind of like the studio one a little better, but man, this one was still fucking rock on its own. So it gets a definite pass from me. In a good way. Just say I'm uh, one second. Leg, leg. Sorry, leg. guys. Fucking Alexa was talking, so I muted my mic and Charles stopped early. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, like, what the hell is going on? I didn't want any fucking sounds. I didn't want Alexa. New album? Yeah, I know. You're, you're, bit, you're, you're bitching at us, and there you go with your shit. No, you didn't on. hear it, though, because I <laughs> muted the mic. <laughs> it ruled. It ruled. Okay. 
All right. Song. All right. We get to the next song, which is uh, Her Strut, which um, I picked. So here's Her Strut on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
All right, that was her strut, so I'll go first. Oh my God, two sing two songs in a row that make you want to fuck. It, <laughs> just listen to that live bass, that groove that that guy is going. He is going off. Fuck, I want to drink, get my wife, and have some fun. Now later, guys, I got to go. <laughs> All right, uh, Jerry. Written or influenced about a person who a lot of people understand don't like her. But you have to admit, Jane Fonda was hotter than fucking that Barbarella outfit, dude. Um, that's how I believe the song was originally written about. Uh, great riff. Love it, again, as usual. Uh, Chris Campbell's bass and David Teagarden's drums are just fucking on fire in this song. Another sexy fucking solo, man. Love it. Yeah, man, you had to bring up Barbarella. That's where Duran Duran got their name. Star, go ahead. <laughs> wow, this is one of my favorite Seeger songs, period. Oh, I love the guitar work and Seeger singing is absolute, as the kids say, fire. Uh, I, I do like the studio version again a little bit better, but it's still pretty damn good man and i'm sure uh, in the audience it came across fine that's another thing i bet in the audience those people was fucking digging it so oh they're probably fucking in the audience yeah i, I mean I, <laughs> they said fuck I waiting that. at home give me a blowjob now yeah. bitch. <laughs> i've heard people be on the fence on this song and i'm like no this song fucking kicks ass so come on it's come like, on that guitar up it's fucking if that doesn't get you in the mood to go horizontal bop which is another song by him that's not on his album <laughs> yeah fuck, bob seeger is sexy as fuck man yeah but poison said that in a song too so oh, but he what. did it first <laughs> Fred michael strike it from your record he did it better oh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking poison copying bob seger now that fucking sucks i like poison though but uh, we get to one of my favorite songs off here man i could have picked like a lot of these songs to play but I, you guys pick some uh little slower songs i wanted to pick one that was really sexy so uh Char mark you are you are sexy as fuck by the way mark i always wanted to tell you that well you are the only opinion that matters so i'll take that <laughs> <laughs> And then we get to you feel like a number, Jerry. You know what? I had actually forgotten about this song, so I heard this the other day. And what? Hey, it's off Stranger in Town. It's another fucking classic fucking album, dude. Again, nails the everyday fucking feeling, dude. We're just a fucking number to the government and shit like that, dude. They don't give a fuck about us. You got to look out for yourself most of the time. Bob Seger, man. Like I said, I'm, I'm going to keep saying it as we do this. Fucker can relate to us, man, like no other. Fuck, another guitar solo is amazing, man. This is Seger at his best lyric-wise, in my opinion. Love this song. Yeah, but just remember, he's not a number. We're not a number either, man. It's like, fucking, he goes, I'm not a number. And this is where uh, he yeah. goes, I feel like a stranger in this town. You know, there it goes, yeah. man. Uh, what a killer version of this song, live. Man, I'd be screaming and shouting if I was there. Doing notes, man. This fires me the fuck up. This song is so true because we are fucking numbers, but we scream we are not fucking numbers. Fucking live piano. That's talent again, kids. Stop using AI and Pro Tools and learn how to play your fucking instrument, Nikki Six. Uh, that's a <laughs> real band there. No fucking backing tracks. Star, what's up? This album is absolutely relentless on energy. Uh, 
I bet the lucky people saw one of these shows had one hell of a great time. This one was a B-side to the still the same single. And uh, it's got a great feel to it, full of energy. Pretty damn good song here, man. The piano work is stellar. It's fun and high energy. Yeah, man, I love Have you ever listened to, and I've done reviews with you guys where I'm just talking about honky-tonk, piano, piano, piano. I love piano, and it's all because of fucking Ario Speedwagon. <laughs> Neil Dottery, man, fucking got me into piano, and Leonard Skinner, too. But uh, then we get to uh, Fire Lake. I'll go first on this one, Jerry. Man, Seeger is digging down with his voice here. So much power. The background singers are amazing. Another song to get you in the groove with your woman. Shit, again, how many kids were born nine months after these shows? I want to fucking know. Somebody tell me. Jerry. Uh, another great song off the Against the Wind, man. A song about taking chances in your life, man. Uh, it kind of sounds a lot similar to the studio version, which I have no fucking problem with. Uh, it's a great tune. Another great story, man. Love this song. Love it, love it, love it. All right, man. And then we get to uh, the star. I haven't gone yet. I said then we get to the star. Oh, okay. I'm not Thank drunk. You. I know where I'm at today. <laughs> All right. Just hit after hit on this record. Uh, perhaps the most pure live sounding track I've heard on the record at this point. It's just got a great swing to this one. I actually hear some influence on Dizzy fucking Reed. <laughs> the sound of his piano on this track. Um, just another great song. Check this one out, man. A great song and great version of it. Sarcasm is strong with you today, Charles. Yeah, that fucking ticky-tack piano that is fucking being played all the time. You know, the Fuck. one guy who's really quiet in the band, but you give him shit. Yeah, put my guns and roses. Get the fuck out of the band. Well, they have he, another one to back him up now. So. the blue-haired girl and get rid of him. You just want to see tits. Maybe. <laughs> All right, and we get to Betty Lou's getting out tonight, Jerry. Oh, man. Let's see. Another one off Against the Wind, which uh, a lot of the songs on this album are You see from. how they play a lot of songs from the album they're touring on? That's what I fucking yeah. miss. Okay. Yeah. Just a cool fucking blues assault, man. Kitties, let me tell you something. This is a fucking jam session of the team, dude. I love this song, man. Great, great, great version. Yeah, we are here to educate you kids out there. Stop making music with Pro Tools unless you're doing it good. There's some people could use Pro Tools, some people can't. So, and stop using this fucking AI shit, man. Fucking make some music. I don't want computerized fucking, uh, fucking, what's that? Oh, whatever. Fucking, uh, futuristic fucking music. We had that with Kraftwerk already. And they Sorry did about real. that in the video. Yeah. Um, a fast rocker. Man, if you ain't moving in a groove into this, what the fuck is wrong with you? This may be my go-to version faster. The piano is jamming. The song is so much better live. Sax is so good, man. My blood pressure raised listening to this. Charles. Well, you know, just some of them 12-bar blues. and uh, I mean, normally I never get enough of this type of song, but I do feel maybe Bob thought, you know, the folks got to refill their beers. Oh. Not, not terrible smoking guitar <laughs> on it but it does seem a bit throwaway in the context of the record i've heard worse but i've heard better 
All right, then we 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 get to the next song. We've got tonight. I'll go first on this one, Jerry. Oh my, the women's pants are getting wet to this one. And yes, this is a great ballad. This is better live and rock and roll is sexy. This ain't no without you, Motley Crue. Shit, this is real. This is a real American ballad and the crowd is into it also, Jerry. I want to take a little quick shout out to my beautiful, beautiful, beautiful wife and wish her a happy Mother's Day. She is a huge Bob Seger fan. Every time we go to like on vacation, we just sing and jam to the song, the CD in the car as we're driving. You know, thank you for putting up with me for as long as you have, and thank you for our beautiful daughter. A uh, beautiful fucking ballad. I love it. It was uh, butchered by Kenny Rogers and Sheena Easton Ooh. later on. I didn't really care for that version, but you know what? Fuck it, I guess. Great, 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 beautiful ballad. <coughs> I love it. Yeah, I forgot about that song. <laughs> you said it, Jerry. I, now I have it in my head. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of like that version, but I like this one better. Uh, Star. Well, now we're back into that comfort place. Uh, another one where I'm instantly taken aback, man. Certainly, this has been an enjoyable experience listening to this. And uh, as I hadn't thought of a lot of these songs in years, but was instantly taken back to the carefree days of my youth, man. It's a, it's official. Seagar, 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 Seagar is criminally underrated. Just absolutely fantastic, great version of the song from an artist that's truly interwoven in my DNA. I have a question. Did, this, did Bob Seger go in to the Hall of Fame with the Silver Bullet Band or by himself? I think he won it by himself. I know he went into the Songwriters Hall of Fame by himself. I'm not too sure about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, we don't care about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I just want to put, prove that what a travesty are. They put in the E Street Band and not the Silver Bullet Band. Uh, that's fucking stupid. But, uh, yeah, and then we get to the next song, which you picked... Uh, Charles Knight moves on the Freeform Rock Podcast. I was a little too tall, could have used a few pounds. High pants, horns, all over now. Black hair beauty with big dark eyes Points all wrong, up high Way up firm and high I passed the cornfields when it once got heaven Out in the back seat of my 60 Chevy Working on mysteries without any clues Working on a night move Trying to make some fun pay 
southern Michigan summertime. Okay, Star, you picked Night Moves, man. <sighs> Whoever saw this tour had to have saw and heard something special, man. Another slip of radio. All-time fucking classic. If one doesn't like this, I really wonder about them. <laughs> I mean, it's as if the spirit of Motown rubbed off on Seeger in the right way. Oh, man. So great. And he came up with this rock masterpiece. Great version of this classic song. 
it could teach others what real rock is all about, man. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, man, this is classic as fuck. Where's my wife? Jeez, this live album got me all ready to fuck. This is real live <laughs> rock and roll again. Bet there was a baby boom off of this tour, like I keep saying, man. Now, if you were born because of Bob Seger concert back in the day, then let us know, man. We want to know if you were born in 1980, <laughs> late 1981 or late 1980, early 1982. Man, this is a great band live, man. New bands need to listen to Seeger, Petty, and Springsteen and Mellicant. Practice, bitches, practice. Oh man, the breakdown has the crowd going nuts. Fucking killer, Jerry. This song fucking blows chunks, dude. I fucking hate it. Huh? If you think that way, fuck you, because this song is fucking awesome. I almost did Scooby Doo. Dude, all three of us went through this phase in our life in this song, man. We all remember the first woman that we had, all that shit, dude. You know, the memories this song brings back is just so fucking incredible, dude. Uh, you know, I keep saying it, soulful, fucking, the fucker is down, man. Love the guy. Great song. Great version of the two live. And then we get into Rock and Roll Never Forgets. I'll go first on this one. Yes, Rock and Roll has forgot how to rock and roll. That's what I keep saying in the fucking whole album. Seeger, you need to fucking start a class and teach these kids how to play, how to have soul, how to be funky, how to make real American rock music, which is missing in this fucking country. We need, we need, we need these bands to start going back into the bars and start learning how to play again and learn how to fucking get a crowd going because that's what we're missing. These bands skip the bars and they just want to get out there and have a hit now. Let's just put it on Spotify. Let's put it on this. This is fucking old bands went into bars and learned their fucking craft. And you could hear it with this fucking band. This is a fast rocker. They sped it up live. Piano high in the mix. Love it. Running out of things to say about this band because they fucking rule so much. And then, uh, Jerry. Oh, man. What a way to end the fucking show. Or does it? It know. does end the show. So, But it should end the show. Uh, oh, man. Just another brutal assault off the fucking Night News album. Uh, this is so fucking rock and roll. I, it is beyond rock and roll for such a thing. I don't know. I'm fucking drunk, but no, what a great rock, finisher. Into the show, dude. <laughs> jam, 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 fucking banger, dude. This whole album rules. Bob Finger rules, dude. No, let it rock into the album, though, but uh, Star. Yeah. Well, I've always preferred this to old time rock and roll, and uh, no different on this record song has a fucking groove to it that's undeniable bob is singing with no regard for human life and that's what it's all about great version of this one what an album thus far we got a few more tracks to go yeah we do uh and then we end it with uh well we end the live show with let it rock which i i have a bone to pick before we get into this song because they uh edited this song it was originally 10 minutes and 30 seconds on the vinyl but they edited it down to 5 minutes and 58 seconds. I need to hear the original version because I only have the CD. I never listened to it on vinyl. But the thing is, they, they put on a bonus track after this for 6 minutes and 48 seconds. They could have skipped that bonus track and just made this the original well, ender. The, there was, I thought just Chuck Berry did the long version. I don't think Bob Seger did. Oh, Chuck yeah. Berry did. Oh, Chuck Berry. No, it says edited for CD, dude. Yeah. Oh, okay. It says the Chuck Berry LP version was 10 minutes and 30 seconds. 
It's a Chuck oh. Berry song. But okay, it, it I, stand, down. I stand corrected and erected. Yeah, so why did they put that the, the bonus track on there? They should have just made this fully available, but I'll get into this first, man. This is amazing how the band live kills no studio. Well, Charles thinks there's studio magic. I don't know. Uh, this band can play some fast, plus they take, they take Chuck Berry to fucking 11, man. Would have loved to seen this live. That solo gave me a fucking heart on and Oh, closing this song, man. Grab your woman. Go home and fucking fuck the fuck out of your woman or man. You know, I got to be good to the ladies. Take your man and fucking get him in the bed and fuck him hard. But, uh, Jerry. Um, you know what? It's kind of a letdown after that should just end it with rock and roll. Never forget. That's the CD that I have. And that's what I'm used to. Uh, I mean, it's a good, it's a good song, but. After you know the first fifteen songs, the song doesn't really do much. Dude, for you don't me. like that Sherry Chuck Berry? No, nah, man, God. I love it. I love. I like the song, dude. But it's like, like I said, I grew up with the first fifteen songs, and that's what I still hear when I listen to the CD. And I'm just like, why did they do this for? I didn't need it. But, because uh, they it's did a good it on song. Live Bullet too, dude. I'm telling you, it's a good song, dude. But uh, it's not. not a, yeah, it is on Live Bullet. Isn't it? You're right, but. uh um, I just never. It's a good song. It's just anticlimactic, in my opinion. Oh, I thought this was a perfect ending. That's just my opinion, though. Uh, like, like Ralph says, my opinion doesn't matter. But uh, <laughs> Charles, what do you think about it? Uh, as y'all said, a Chuck Berry cover. I just sent you the, both the ten-minute version. By the way, you're welcome. Uh, makes sense, uh, as in the words of fellow Motor City native Ted Nugent. You can't play Barry. You can't play rock and roll. A uh, fun cover that almost makes you feel slightly bad for the live audience due to the the awesomeness of the show, and it must have been fucking relentless. Excellent cover of this Chuck Berry number. Yeah, I know. It's like perfect way to let your fans go and go home and fucking make babies. Fucking love it. And then we get to the bonus tr live track on here, Brave Strangers, Jerry. Um, like I said, dude, I'm still, you know, you know, mellowed out after Rock and Roll Never Forgets, man. Um, it's a good song. I believe it's off Stranger in Town, if I remember right. Am I correct on that one? I don't know. But uh, like I said, dude, the, these last two songs, just they're good songs, but anticlimactic in my opinion, dude. All right. Well, I kind of, I, I, this song... I don't think it should have been on here. Uh, like you with Rock and Roll Never Forgets, Let It Rock was the ender for me. Uh, it's a good song. It was kind of a letdown after Let It Rock, and I thought the 10-minute version should have been on here instead of Brave Strangers. So it's cool. I, I, this must have been one of the best live shows ever, man. Fucking, I feel so jealous of those fans who saw him live, man. It's just like, we missed out. It's like we missed out. You guys, saw, you guys saw some cool bands. I still haven't seen Ted Nugent. I don't want to see him now. But fuck, all those people back in the seventies and early eighties that saw Ted and Bob, man, cheers, man. Dude, rule. If, he, Nugent, if, 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 if Nugent's coming around your neck of the woods, dude, fucking check him out. Dude, well, that's not a great show. But he doesn't have fucking who I want to hear sing. I like him. Yeah. He does all right, though. He does all right, but I want to hear fucking. Uh, I want to hear Ted sing his, and I want to hear the. What's he, the other guy? Derek St. Holmes. Dan, I want to hear Derek St. Holmes back with him. This is retirement tour, man. Bring on the bring on the man. Last time, 
Tommy Aldridge on drums. <laughs> Tommy that Aldridge was... is playing with somebody. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but uh, Star, what do you think of this? Brave Strangers. Kind of interesting to close it out with this track. Uh, but that's what he did, so who cares what I think? Uh, not too bad. Not sure if it actually is the best closer. I'm with Jerry. I would have closed with Rock and Roll Never Forgets. I probably would have flip-flopped the Chuck Berry number with that. Uh, not too bad, but slightly a little lackluster against the great tracks on the record. Uh, I don't even know if this was actually performed. It might have been one of those studio sweetened fake live tracks. I don't know. Uh, it's got its good points, and I do enjoy that chill-out section in the middle, but I wouldn't have ended it with this. Uh, but still, overall, it's a damn fine record, I'd have to say. It says here on Wikipedia it was recorded in Detroit, 15th of June, 1980. Hmm, I guess. Yeah. I don't think I would have landed with it, though. I don't think so. So that was actually before this tour, then, because this album came out. I mean, well, no, the These album. They're all came 1980, out. dude. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Never, never mind. Disregard that last comment. <laughs> all right, man. Now, did we get into? Uh, let's see. This this charted on the Billboard Top 100 at three. Uh, for the year-end charts, it was 68, so it was in the top 100 for all the albums that came out in the year. I mean, I wonder what the other 67 albums were. You need to check that shit out. But uh, the tracks, these were singles, man. Trying to live my life without you. Like, uh, top uh, Billboard top tracks, 2, 11, 5. Uh, Feel Like a Number charted on top 100. 5, Hollywood Night. So he was double-dipping on these songs because, you know, the studio tracks came out, too. So, yeah, fucking yeah. double-dipper. And it went four times platinum. You know, real platinum, not fucking Spotify platinum. <laughs> so, these albums that are going platinum now are fake. Nobody bought them. Yeah, you'll, you'll never see albums sound like that anymore. No, we need to get rid of uh, Spotify charts. I, I want it to go back to actual sales. Get rid of these streaming charts. It just... People want to release one song a week to get on the charts. Just ask Scribble about that. <laughs> you have to keep releasing a song every week to get to stay relevant now. Fucking horrible, dude. It's like the old 60s where they released singles and then made an album. That's what they're doing now, I think. But uh, that was our Bob Seger's 9 tonight. Maybe we'll do Live Bullet maybe in a couple years after you guys forget about this review. Because that album, didn't, we have other live albums. I don't know what you guys are next on picking them. So, yeah, mine will be pretty good, I think. Yeah, we're not going to get... I'll let Charles, let Charles pick the next one, then I'll do the third one. Okay, that's cool, man. But then we get to our tracks of the week. Me and Jerry kind of went with the theme of this album. I didn't hear your track, Charles, because I was talking to the wife when you sent it to me. But, um, Jerry, uh, you picked Marshall Tucker, Can't You See? Fucking great yeah. song, man. It is. I played that on thatmetalstation.com <laughs> before yeah. as a request. And then... um Charles, you picked Margarita Witch Cult Diabolical Influence. What are they? Thank you, Charles. Welcome, man. A brand new band out of Birmingham, England, which a little band called Black Sabbath came from. And I definitely hear some influence there. Uh, so I highly advise people check out this record. It came out April 22nd. And uh, while we're dogging streaming, my streaming always keeps me up to date with the new bands so thank you good folks at apple no, music no it's cool to be streaming you paid for the service i'm thinking the song they should have their own streaming charts 
and not add it to sales like you bought the album. I think that's fucked up. I think well, you should have true. true physical media bought sales and streaming charts should have their own streaming. I'm not against that, but then again, it would only be our group, uh, Black Spinner Circle, uh, the marketing, you know, all these podcast people are the only people that buy it. I, I'm thinking streaming should have their own charts, like top 10 streaming songs, top 10 streaming albums, and then you go to physical sale albums, you know, separate it. Don't put, don't say, well, this song, this song got played for 30 seconds. Okay, we'll add that as a play. This song got played I for a minute. I don't that. I'll tell you what, you'll be even more depressed, I believe. <laughs> why? That's why. Oh, okay. Hardly anybody's buying it anymore. It's well, sad. It's the way it is. Well, at least I, I've seen a lot of these new releases getting um, like fifty thousand sales in like um, or twenty, thirty in physical sales, which is vinyl and CDs and now cassettes and eight tracks again. Uh, those are coming back for some reason. I hate fucking cassettes and eight tracks. I don't know why. Eight tracks are coming back. Oh, eight tracks are back, dude. They they released the fucking what's that new album that just came out? Uh, I just got. Uh, the new wingers on a track, I think. No shit, really? Yeah. Uh, they're really, you know, Cheap Trick started that with one of their uh, albums in the 2000s. They released it on uh, on eight track. <laughs> and, Rick, wow. and Rick Nielsen goes, you know what? We got the number one selling eight track in America. <laughs> yeah, two. We sold two. I know. <laughs> Fucking hate eight tracks. I hated them back then. I hate them today. Uh, but our friend Keith Ashcraft loves them. He sells them. He redoes them and sells them. He loves Lawrence Welk. God bless his heart. I took Charles Minor. I have a box of them. Lawrence Welk. He loves Lawrence Welk, dude. That was torture for me as a kid. I wasn't even allowed. It was against the rules. My house. Oh my god. But then we end with my track, which I picked a live fucking smoking track, not the studio track because the studio track blows. Because Kevin Cronin wasn't singing on it. I picked the live Riding the Storm Out track by Aria. There you go. To end the fucking great live album, man. So that's all we have today, man. So, Charles, what do you got to say, man? Well, I rule. And uh, everybody, uh, like, share, subscribe. <laughs> check out BS Sessions. And, and hopefully uh, you'll be back on the road of recovery because we didn't really touch on that yeah so, I, I, I should be i should be whole by you then. should be back, back back by then i should be back so. for the attack like docking <laughs> jerry yeah man great pick yeah. it brought back a lot of great memories and uh god damn it i gotta tip my hat to you on this one good, good choice today yeah man i want to go play some more seeger now <laughs> hey jerry I mean, you can listen to Mark and Charles' opinions all you want, but mine's the only one that really matters. So, um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know that. No, you're not. Um, great fucking pick, dude. Man, I love Bob Seger. Um, you know, good pick, dude. All right. Just make sure uh subscribe. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You could also go to Podchaser and leave us if you don't have Apple. And you could also follow us on Podbean if you don't have if you don't want to do either one. Just give us a follow. We do have a over a hundred followers on this podcast on Podbean, which I think is pretty cool. And I know some some guys laugh. You only have a hundred? Okay. But uh great show guys. Uh talk to you guys later and God bless everybody. All right, man.
You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artists by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.